gave him the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Welcome back. It is oh, wait, the wait week. Oh. No, what's up? Nothing. Go ahead. It's the week twelve uh, recap. Week thirteen, actually, week one of the AGF Bay playoffs preview for the AGF Bay report. Uh, I'm here with Dan. Dumbie, Hello. And Jeff. Hello. Howdy, fellas. Uh, congrats to three quarters of this pod. We made the playoffs, and Jeff, congrats on securing the two seed. Or the two number two spot next year in the draft. You know, I appreciate that, Gus. I, I appreciate that. And I, if I if I may for for a moment, uh, I'd just like to say that you know it feels really good to not have to stress out about the playoffs. I mean, it, it is a good feeling that you know I'm done. I mean, I'm good. Uh, no worries about things. No losing any games. I feel pretty good right now. I feel better than you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. okay. I mean, yeah, you're. Uh, you're in the consolation bracket, Jeff. You could still win some money. Let's talk again, uh, like around week five of next year, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, we'll okay. So, so Jeff made a lot of moves this year, middle of the season, to get draft picks next year, which he did that last year. It just didn't work out. So, you know, it's a one year delay, but. Another team that did that was Mike, who big win this past week over Gumby. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit, but how how you feeling, Gumby? How's that ass feel? Eleven and one, and did not win the division. Eleven and friggin' one, and did not win the division. That's a tough division. The the tough rest of the AGIFL can suck it. Y'all need to step up your game because this division is like playing up here, and you guys are like down there. <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll see how you feel at the end of this next this first playoff week. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we could talk again. <laughs> Ross, myself, I, I know Shook and and I'm sure Savages are just like, please, someone knock him off. Just get lucky one week, so it's we don't have to come across him. <laughs> come across who? Mike. Whip. I mean, Mike. Oh, yeah, Whip. Yeah. He's had a crazy season. What were you gonna say, Jeff? Oh, nothing. Well, yeah, so anyway, uh, season ended, crazy 11-1 season for Gumby, and he's a wild card, but uh, <laughs> a great wild card. I mean, it looks like you're going to be, you know, a favorite this upcoming week against uh, you. Yeah, he will be. He will be, yeah. Well, they have me at right now. I didn't even look. Oh, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Um, so who all, Gus, recap, who all made the playoffs, if, if you have that available on, like, the seat? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let me uh, – let me pull up that thing I had earlier. All right. Uh, zoom, zoom. How does zoom work? Here we go. Y'all see? 
Yes. Yeah, so this is the um, the playoffs for 2020, the Corona season. Uh, hey, beer, beer Guzzler and Bubba Gump, I got to tell you, those two are, are GMFs. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't, we yeah. need to have that vote at some point, but yeah, for sure. I would vote for either one of those two for GMF because seriously, Dan and, and Jess, if you're, if you're listening, freaking amazing. Very yeah. impressive. No doubt. Yeah, one thing I thought was pretty cool is, uh, I mean, y'all started the season off near the bottom, right? Jess was ranked 16th, and she worked her way all the way up to basically middle of the pack. And kind of same for you, Dad. So, yeah, it's y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all uh, yeah. are in the consideration, but the problem is an 11-on-1 team, it's going to be hard to not. Yeah, I, I think Jess would agree that, uh, you know, we – we got in, but it wasn't really a strong division. So one of us was going to win. It's possible to touch me down. might have done it too. He ended up now with a pretty strong team, but you know, we got in because it's basically a weak uh, division. You know, we're going to, we have to, obviously we're facing the two best teams this week. So if either of us win, it'll be, well, well, I, I don't know, Dad, I don't know whether or not I, I would necessarily put a, any type of a, a qualifier on y'all making the playoffs based on your division because, you know, you it, it wasn't as bad as, like, the Smith division. The Smith division had one team over 500, you know, and you guys, both of you were at 7-5, and five, which is a pretty good record in any any season regardless. Sure. Uh, sure. It's not 11-1, and one, like you said, but, you know, Touch Me Down wasn't a terrible team. Um, oh, Scabs Bolts had a, had a pretty good roster going in and, and, you know, even I think won the last week of the season too, if, if I remember, I, I don't know. They, oh, Scabs no, played Jess and almost beat her last night because yeah. Dante Johnson couldn't catch a that's, ball. That's, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, it's those, those teams record, notwithstanding, they were still pretty strong. And if you look at like the Smith division, you had shook at eight and four and everybody else is under 500 and the moon division. Uh, with Hookham and the Dy- Hookham was nine and three, really good team. Dynasty seven and five, again, right. really good record. And then right. the other two teams were Napalm, and then the number one overall pick next year. So I, I don't know if I agree that you know you guys just happen to get lucky that you're playing in a down yeah. division. Y'all, y'all did the work. Yeah, that's, I, that's yeah I, I, I understand. I understand that it's. You know, I, I feel good about making the playoffs. I mean, when we when we finished the draft, I didn't think I'd have a chance in hell. But you know, some trades were made, so I picked up a couple of players that, that are that are on the roster now that I hope you know will do something this week. But you know, and um, uh, Jess did the same thing. I mean, she traded her way Mahomes, and you know, she's in the playoffs. Anything yeah. can happen. I, I understand anything can happen. So you know, if you ask me. Who I think the favorites are on this thing? I'll, I'll give you the, my the order, what I think it is, but we can talk about that later when we get into predictions, I guess. I mean, we're looking at the bracket now, and I think we all know the favorite is Whip, yeah. and then I mean, I would say it's Ballzilla next. Y'all, y'all have really strong teams, the strongest teams, I would say, in this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. One of y'all is probably going to get there. I mean, that's the truth of it, right? So then, whoever it is, it's a really strong team in the championship game against. To me, they're all wild cards. I was a pretty decent wild card i'm just probably a little bit worse than hook'em but i feel like it's an any given sunday kind of thing savages as long as his team is healthy and you know a full roster he's got a really good squad too but he's actually having some problems this week 
And uh, same thing with Shook this week. He's losing Tom Brady and Mike Evans. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's just my two cents on what I think. Gus, I, far be it for me to critique anything because you put a ton of work into this league, not only as commissioner, but as, you know, one of the more active owners, period. Um, there is an error, though, at the bottom there for Smuffs. They went 2-10, and ten, oh, not 4-8. Yeah. and eight. You're right. Because I, I, I was looking at it, I was going, wait a second, did, did he win two games that I'm not aware of? And I got the first overall pick, but no, it's, uh, yeah, I, I think I had the second overall. Yeah, that was yeah. probably the last fix I, I did, and then I just forgot the, the record, my bad. So. It really didn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I don't know, you guys want to start looking at the matchups? Uh, can we? Do you mind if we go over how we did in our pick 'em real quick? Oh, sure. Yeah. So we can know who who's the most best, most best prognosticator. <laughs> most best. Okay, so uh, I won. Savages lost. Touch me down. Beat you, right, Dad? Uh, yeah, yeah. Shook won. Bubba Gump won. Ramones won. Whip won, and uh, Rick won. So, yeah, I forgot to do this uh, ahead of time. So let's see. Jess went one, two, three, four, five, six, and two. Jeff, you went four and four. Damn it. One, nice two, job. Three, four, five. I went I five and three. I went five and three. Gumby, you went, oh, this was your worst week, Gumby. One, two, three, four, four and four. And dad, you went one, two, three, four, five, five and three. So Jess actually had the best week. Guest picker. Thanks. I don't know what the totals are, but you know that's fine. Oh yeah. Well, overall, Gumby Gumby ran away with it as far as best. Oh, did he? As uh, far as total wins, I think you might have had it, Dad. Shit, my knees are shaking. <laughs> Cold out here. Gumby Gumby got eleven wins by picking himself every week. So. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's true. I got another 11 pick and shook every week, every other week. I got another 10 on that. <laughs> well, I yeah, guess well, you know, a win is a win is a win. So. Yeah, very true. Um, all right. So anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and look at the matchups for this uh, playoff week. And, you know, we can also look at the shameful consolation bracket. Actually, you guys want to go over that real quick first since I feel like that can get out yeah, of the way. Yeah, get that minor shit out of the way. All right. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. First one I see is that can't be right. Savages at You're on the wrong week. Oh, whoops. Yeah. I was looking at last week. So scabs and touch me down. Um, as far as the consolation bracket, this is on the goalie ed side. Uh, you know, we haven't actually had a chance to tell people to update their lineups. Um, so, Hmm. Pretty tough to say. I mean, it looks like a slight improvement could be made for Scabs. Maybe Amari Cooper if – I don't know. Gumby, you're the Dallas fan, so is Amari Cooper still a good play week in and week out? I, I don't know that any of them are, to be honest. And the Baltimore defense is no joke when they're healthy. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and I mean, he's already like a 20-point underdog. What were you going to say, Dad? I said the Ravens played pretty good yesterday as far as defense. But, you know, our offense wasn't exactly lighting it up either. Yeah, I, think was more, I mean, they more were efficient. Goal. They were efficient, but I think they could have gotten like two or three more touchdowns and they didn't do it. So, yeah, it was that was more. I, I hate to say, you know, to 
we didn't play well. That was the bottom line. It wasn't it wasn't as much the you know the the Baltimore Ravens doing anything special. We dropped five passes, and I think two of them would have been touchdowns. So yeah, yeah. Well. You know, I mean, just as a quick pick for me on this one, Touch Me Down has the season series wrapped up. He beat Scabs twice, uh, and I mean, he's favored here. Derrick Henry's a beast in December, basically at the end of November through the rest of the year. Uh, he's projected for 20. I could see that. I mean, he's probably on pace for setting the records, or not records, but, you know, just finishing strong. As uh, His weakest play in there is Marquise Brown. Does he have anybody on the bench that can replace him? Uh, whoever K.J. Hamler is projected for more, I don't know. As long as they have a working quarterback in Denver this week, I'm sure that'd be right. okay. Gumby's <laughs> shaking his head no. <laughs> hey, we got COVID like a on a very grand scale out here for some reason right now. Tess is upstairs right now with it. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right, man. Sorry to hear that. So, so is yeah. she okay? Is it pretty asymptomatic? Uh, no, she's she's been – it's been pretty rough <laughs> for her. I, if, if I've got it, I'm completely asymptomatic. Wow. Well, yeah, I, I hope you guys are all right. Uh, Thanks. Good. I'm going to go ahead and just pick Touch Me Down here. I, I think that's uh, an easy pick. I will too. I'll agree. Jeff, yeah, I think touch. I think Touch Me Down is an easy pick here. Yeah, Touch Me Down. All right. Clean sweep for Touch Me Down. No pressure there, Keith. <clears throat> Um, all right, so next game in the consolation bracket is Napalm, Jockstrap, and Hall of Shamers. And, you know, you see some projections not here, so that's bye weeks. It really sucks. I'm sorry that we had bye weeks in a playoff, but not my schedule. To make. <laughs> that Tampa Bay being on bye is really hurtful for a lot of people today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as far as what he could replace it with, uh, Gaskin, that seems good enough for one of the running backs. He's on IR. Oh. Yeah, well, it says 13.9. I'm guessing he's back or coming back. Uh, that was on Saturday. Real chance to suit up against one of the worst rush defenses. So, I mean, I'm going to take that as he's going to play, and there's some points there that he can put in. Um, I guess he has golden taint available. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> was that a Freudian or on purpose? Because that was I, funny. I, I just always thought he, he kind of acts like he is a taint. He so, does act like it. <laughs> I just remember he got in a fight earlier this year against the Rams, and I was like, yep, that guy. Did he start with Seattle or somebody like that? He was with Detroit for a long time. With Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. But you know, he might have started with Seattle. When your mama names you Golden, there's a good chance that she raised you thinking your shit don't stink. <laughs> And I guess he lived that way too, huh? Yeah. Um, this is kind of a pick 'em, though. I guess after after you add in uh, Golden Taint and uh, Hat Gaskin, that's another what twenty points. So it's kind of a toss up, I would guess. And their previous matchup was just as close. Yeah, this does look like a, a coin flip. I, I, I think Rick's going to update his lineup. Uh, I hope he realizes he's not out of it. He's still in it. Um, Duke Johnson a, probably comes yeah. out. Who's I don't know for who. Does he have another quarterback? Lamar could come in. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's got Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson plays against that Dallas defense, that's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I think there's a lot of quit in the Ravens. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like Lamar is still playing for something. He he was the reigning MVP. He's not just gonna quit. You know, he he's got that on his shoulder. Yeah, but he sucks too. I think Napalm wins this one. I'm that's, pick, that's pretty pick. mean, Jeff. I mean, I respect him as a Steeler fan. Like, I, I was worried we were going to have to play him again, but then COVID happened. So, yeah. anyway, I, I'm going to pick Napalm here. Yep. Yeah, me too. Well, shit, I'm going to take Dusty then. Go, go Shamers. <laughs> All right. In the Lone Wolf. The rest of us are afraid to anger the football gods by picking the Shamers for anything. Probably a good point. <laughs> Holy shit, Jeff, you're favored. Jeff, you're favored. Hey, look at that. You could put one on a division <clears throat> opponent without messing up your pick in the next year. Right. <laughs> um, hey, how about that Benny Snell? Huh? Yeah, what did he do? What did he end up with last week? I think he cracked double digits. I don't know. I would have really was Why watched. is he projected for 13 in this game? James well, he Conner. got a touchdown, didn't he? Snell got a touchdown, right? He got the first touchdown. Oh, no, that was a, that was a pick six. That's right. I, mean, pick six. I, I get that Connor's out, but I still don't know why Snell would be predicted for 13 because the Washington defense is, is not very good generally, but they're very, very good against the run. I, I guess it's <clears> – <throat> And to me, that is weird because yesterday Pittsburgh was Snell McFarland for a decent amount. Of this isn't the Pittsburgh of the 70s where they're ramming it down your throat. This is the Pittsburgh of the Ben Roethlisberger. I'm going to throw the ball 50 times a game. Yeah. I mean, yesterday I noticed that in the fourth quarter, they were still basically in shotgun <clears throat> up 12. Exactly. Know, so I, so I, I don't know. I think Snell's. I think Snell for 13 is a little high. Here's what I do know. Ramones for two weeks in a row now has put bad lineups together. He kept James Conner in when he was declared out. He has Will Fuller in right now, who is suspended for the rest of the year. I'm just going to bank on him not changing his lineup. And Jeff, you're going to win this game. I agree with that assessment too. I think Jeff's lost, but um, what are you picking yourself? I'm sorry. I, I, was, I had to do something else real quick. Uh, um, fuck it. Yeah, give me me. <laughs> Dad? Um, well, if he doesn't change his lineup, you're right. The pups should get one here. But I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, the Ramones. I think he'll change his lineup. Actually, fuck. Okay, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot. So he has Taysom Hill. And I, I thought he started him, but yeah, that's right. He he never started him. He just now he's a quarterback. He's so. a quarterback. Why would he start him when he's got Russell Wilson? I, right. I don't know. I I I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, Taysom Hill. Yeah, all those people start him. No, this was the one guy that didn't start Taysom Hill. So yeah, never mind. Um, well, he, because Ranger has honor and seat and knows a quarterback is not a tight end. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> of course. I want him in my division next year. <laughs> uh, all right. Smuff's worst team in the league this year versus M team who, I mean, it's crazy. They only have one person out, but well, well I guess once they put it in, they'll be favored. It looks like. Uh, who they got? Michael Gallup looks like. <clears throat> they all be favored by 10, 11. 
something like that. Oh. I mean, carry on Johnson starting 3.3 points. Does he not have, I guess he has Lindsay, maybe Dion Lewis and his team is trash. Ugh. I mean, I'll, I'm going to pick M team. He's been on a roll lately. Yeah, I agree. M team. Same here. I'll agree. Sorry, Jason. Um, I think yeah, he's getting some good picks next year, though, right? So he might be a force next year. All right. Now on to the main games, ones that actually matter. <clears throat> I'm going to start with uh, my team, Dynasty versus Shook. We talked about this last week. I, I'm getting some help because of the um, Buccaneers on bye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but aren't you getting kind of banged up because the your running back's on bye too? So I I lose Mike Davis, and he's been serviceable, but he, he's kind of tapered off since the first couple weeks he went in. <clears throat> um, I was – man, dude, I hate to say this, Gumby, but I was kind of hoping uh, Cook actually got injured with the ankle injury this past week. <laughs> I, I turned to Jess right away, and I started singing Alexander Madison. But he came right back in. <laughs> I know he came right back in. He's, he's going to be fine. So uh, anyway, I'm going to be relying, I guess, on Zach Moss and Wayne Gallman. Gallman had a good game last week. Yeah, Gallman's Gallman. a good choice. Gallman that dude can play. Up and I, I should have not dropped him, but. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to have a guy like him at this point in the season. Yeah. So I have him. A baller. My wide receivers are just meh, but I think they're enough to get me 10 to 15 points a game. And then all I need is Mahomes to get me 50. Get me 50, and I think I win. So I'm picking me. Who's he got for a quarterback other than Brady? Who's he going to be putting in? I think we saw it was Baker. Baker Mayfield. Mayfield? Yep. Who's his other wide receiver then? Is it going to be Hunter Renfro? Nelson that, Aguilar? Nelson Aguilar. Uh, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar is the worst person in the league to rely on for anything. <laughs> that guy's got bricks for hands. I'm, I'm, uh, picking, I'm picking Gus. Yeah, that that Brady being out really hurts yeah. hurts him. Mm -hmm. and, and Mike Evans. Yeah. Hey, but I'll tell you guys something. I have not won a playoff game since like 2008, and I've been a lot. I've been like six years since in six or seven years. I've not won in that long. Yeah, but I don't remember the last time you went in with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Probably when you won it in 2006 or seven when he was throwing to when Brady was throwing to Moss was last time you had a quarterback like that the last time i did it was peyton manning in like 2013 yeah, and that'll work still too. good but i still didn't win that game <laughs> I, I think you win this one pretty handily the bye week is really hard on shook yeah yeah well I'll, 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 thank you jeff yeah this was really tough i because <laughs> with cleveland cleveland's playing tennessee and tennessee's defense is pretty good um gosh it's crazy. I mean, he puts in 31 points. He's up to 120, and then he puts in Mike Evan or he puts in Nelson for 10. That's 130. It is a pick on it looks like. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's it's tough, but it's all going to depend on whether or not Baker Mayfield is, you know, God, he sucks though. Man, he just sucks. He's just been like a man. At, well, 37 points last week's pretty good, but those three weeks in a row of 15, 13, 18. That's Who's just, he playing against? Tennessee. Yeah. So what did he do against good defenses? There's Indianapolis and went <clears throat> five for 30 points. 20 yeah, against Baltimore, uh, 10 against Pitt, 30 How against How did he only Indy. get 10 against Pitt? 
Well, we got us. a great defense. Yell's defense is okay, but it's not stellar. What the fuck? With that, in that game, we, we were dominant, and although and also Gumby, we have the best defense in the world. So, yep, yeah, we have a next man up attitude, and and they they fill the hole. Uh, I gotta they quit talking to homers about stuff. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> but but look at there against Dallas, he had a in week four. I guess they ran the ball for three hundred yards, so I guess that's why he didn't have a lot of points there. We had twenty nine still, but. He, but he, he threw the ball 30 times. That's not like he just, you know, was being a caretaker on offense. Uh, gosh, man, this is tough. I, I, I'm going to – you know, I've been uh, – You want to be a contrarian, don't you? What's wrong with Kamara? Why has he got a big Q? Oh, uh, I don't know, but I know he had a shit game this past week, 6.2 points. Yeah, yeah. And that's still Jason Reeves- Hill playing. That Drew Brees being out probably hurts him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Gus, I'm going to take you. I, although I'm pulling for Shook because I think he got the raw end of the injury bug, you know, this year with losing Dak. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to say, Gus, you're going to win this game. Well, I'm probably cursed. All four of you picked me. So, thanks. Well, Mahomes is enough <laughs> 60 points right there. I think Mahomes is on pace for his best season ever. He might have already eclipsed it. Ugh. So anyway, I, I got to check that. Last four weeks. Like, you know what? I, can I check it right now while we're live? Yeah, feel free. I want all players fantasy points. So he has 556 fantasy points, and I think I pulled this up earlier. So yeah, this is our constitution. Can you that guys see it? That no. might be the record. No. Do we have anybody with 600 as a quarterback? Maybe Peyton Manning back in the day? Well, that's what I'm looking for is most I was thinking maybe Brady. Brady when he was throwing the Moss that one year. Yeah, it's 20, 2006 or 2008, whatever, or 2007, maybe. Okay, it was 2007. I, I actually have it right here. Most points by a quarterback for a season, considering 16 teams in 12 weeks. Is 2019 and Lamar Jackson. He had 490 points last year. Wow. That's it? Yeah, so he <clears> eclipsed <throat> it. So Mahomes has beaten that easily. Yeah. And he needed to, though. He needed the 60 points to do it this past week. So. Well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Thanks, Mahomes. I appreciate it. I like getting in the record book. All right. Our defending champ, Bubba Gump Winning Company versus the current powerhouse in this league whip one of the current powerhouses. I don't think um, there's any question who's winning this game in my mind. I know. Uh, well, Jess hasn't updated her lineup. Yeah. What's that, Jeff? So, wait, wait a minute. Here, wait a minute. Kyle, Mur- Mur- Kyle, Kyler Murray, whatever. What, what's he's the- got his, his non-throwing shoulder. He's fine. Yeah, what's he been doing the last couple of weeks? I think he's kind of tapered off here. Okay, never mind. He had a bad week last week. Never mind. Belichick figured out a way to neutralize him. That's the whole – that's it. That's his only right, so, bad game this so, season. So it's a divisional game against the Rams. What Did he play the Rams earlier this year or no? Yeah, I think he did actually. Um, uh, no, no, this is the first time yeah, against the Rams. First time. So not a whole lot of data to go off of. All we know is it's, it's a divisional game. And the Rams have a pretty good defense. Yeah, they do. Arizona's been really good divisional games. I mean, Seattle here, 62 points. Seattle here, 40. 
who's the other? San Francisco 49ers, 40? So. Yeah. Um, he's probably good for 40, and he's projected for 35. Is Michael Thomas's projection of 16 inflated if Breeze is not playing? What did he score last week? He's had two weeks in a row. Well, okay, 10 points, 19 the week before, which is what I think people have been hoping for. But they're playing Atlanta this week, so. But, you know, Taysom Hill, I – I heard, I heard that for the Saints-Broncos game this past week, when the whole quarterback situation happened with the Broncos, the Saints almost as a last minute changed their game plan to be more conservative, run the ball, you know, do whatever we got to do and make sure that if we punt the ball, we stop them on defense because they have no offensive game plan. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, this is a whole different game plan. It kind of goes back to Michael Thomas has – a, a good game, random. 15 points at least. If they ran a ball, it didn't do Camaro very much good, did it? Mike, it wasn't Camaro. It was uh, Latavius Murray who had a really good game. Yeah, and actually here, that. he's on this team. He had 25 Ooh. points. Yeah, that's <clears throat> so anyway, that's actually the ballsy play. He should go Murray this week. I, it's uh, it's tough to say because, you know, that does make sense, Gus, and that, that – you know, you would say, look, let's just get out of here with a win and no injuries and call it good. But it seems weird that Sean Payton would take the, you know, his foot off the gas. That doesn't strike me as the kind of coach he is. So I, I, I'm saying that probably I would do the same thing as what, what, you're, what, you're, what you heard, which is, you know, just play conservative and let's get the win. It seems strange that Payton would do something like that. But it worked. So, you know, whatever. 31 to uh, 3. It worked. Yeah. Um, I still am nervous, though. I, I mean, two two data points with Michael <laughs> Thomas uh, and Taysom Hill at quarterback. One of them, again, as you said, could have been just by nature of the game plan. The other one was a good game. Yeah. Oh, boy, this is tough. This is a tough one, I, and it shouldn't be. I think Whip should probably w- run away with it. But there are, there are some paths to victory here for, for Jess, right? There – Yes, and and okay, I'll go back to her lineup real quick. She she's not going to start Adrian Peterson. It's probably not the play, um, and she needs a wide receiver replacement. She's got Keelan Cole, I guess. And she, the thing is, I think she needs a running back. Brian Hill's probably not going to be a good option. And I'm just trying to look right now who's available. There's some people out there, but I I just think she she needed that one more piece to really compete in this game, and she doesn't have it. What about Boston Scott? He, it seems like he was getting ball quite a bit this this past week. Man, this Philly. Philly's trash. I mean, Carson Wentz got lucky this past game. He threw that Hail Mary up and 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 saved his game, I guess, if you will. That, that team is still just that. terrible. Look at that. Scott got nine points against Dallas defense, which is the worst run defense in the history of the league. Yeah. He had 15 carries in that game, too. He had two in this past week. I guess it was just the catches. So if she has to rely on a receiving running back, good luck. Yeah, that's not great. I don't see a path to victory for her. I don't either. This is this is the buzzsaw we're talking about here. Yep. I'm I'm going to take whip and that, you know, congrats to Jess for making the playoffs. Did really well done. Hey, look, there were some upsets earlier this year. It could happen. Anything could happen, but. 
but we're all taking whiff. It's going to take the combo of of somebody on on her team exploding, maybe two people exploding, and then Whip has got to ship. And then Whip has also got to shit the bed at the same time. Like it's it's out of her control, really. It's all on whether or not Whip you know lays an egg. Which is there any reason to believe he's going to? No. Shit, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, either of those guys could go off for 30 points. And even if they don't, they'll still get you 20. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, uh, it's got to be whip. That whip team is one of the strongest we have ever seen in the history of this league. Yeah, without a doubt. Without, uh, they've got to be threatening records as far as, you know, scoring records. Yep. You know, they might have already. That's a good point. I'm pretty sure they set points for... Yeah, 1857, 60 over Shook. And I have most highest scoring team. What did I say it was? 1857. He did. He said it this year. What was the old record? So all, all records started over again with the 16-team league and 12 yeah. weeks. Uh, but Dad said it last year at 1837. So, so he said it. I said it? Last year, you said it at 1837. Dad, if you remember, you had a good team. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I, I loaded up and lost in them. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. So he said it this year by 20 points. And it, I mean, it was an impressive like team. Yeah. Yeah. Gumby was close too. Just, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So we all picked Whip. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Gumby's team. Uh, 149.1 currently to Dad. You're at 121.2. Uh, looks like you need a kicker, Dad, so that'll make it a little closer. Yeah. Uh, Gumby, I'm guessing you've optimized as best as you can for now. Uh, I'm still kind of in tight end health because of the bye week for the for the uh, <clears throat> for the Bucks. Oh yeah. That uh, it's as good as it can get right now for sure. Yeah. Incidentally, if I, if I can take a little just uh, side note here, uh, I talked with Mike last week as as we do. And um, Mike won't join this podcast. I think I've told you he's superstitious and he's afraid that if he joins and then he, <laughs> he does it, then he's going to lose a game. So he hasn't been doing it. But so I have to be his mouthpiece. And um, Gummy, this is specifically for you from last week. Uh, <laughs> Michael said that the, his game against you, his win against you was the most satisfying and biggest win in his fantasy football uh, a career, if you know. He this is the kind of things that people who are not champions say. Furthermore, <laughs> he said that he had a feeling he was going to win when he kept looking at your team and your starters last week and you kept swapping people out. And he said, I'm in Gumby's head. Like, he can't figure out what he's going to do. And I am, I am, t- I've taken over his well. head. And, and in conclusion, he said, by one o'clock on Sunday, he knew he had won the game. Oh, I agree. He by one o'clock, it was no doubt he'd won uh, because Tyreek Hill had already played. But uh, that wasn't him in my head. That was me trying to figure out what to do with all those red. Look at all this red on my team right now. You scroll down even into the bench. I got cues everywhere. Yeah. So I was just trying to figure out what what the best combo was. Understood. I'm and that just, it, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. Even if I play, even if I played literally all the best ones, which I didn't, I missed on a couple. It wouldn't have mattered. I don't. He he didn't break two hundred, right? But he came damn. It was like one hundred and eighty or something. It was a lot. He scored one hundred and eighty something points with his quarterback getting only seventeen. Yeah, he's a he's a juggernaut. 
He is an absolute beast of a juggernaut and should be congratulated on putting a damned good team together this year. Yeah, he set it up nicely. But back to your game here. I think uh, it, let's not take away from the, your your team either. I mean, if there's a one if, – if you want to say that Mike has got the best team in the league and you're going to say who's the second best, it's you without a doubt. So it's hard for me to – it's hard for me to take away too much. I, I'm looking forward to that matchup between you two because I think you're going to win this week against Beer Guzzlers. Sorry, Dad. Just uh, I, I would really like another shot at Mike. I would really, really like another shot at Mike. I think we all do. We all want to see that game. Yeah. But I got to get that. past the Beer Guzzlers first, and that's not a bad team either. No, no, no. There's nothing. No, there's nothing to be. Nothing wrong with the Beer Guzzlers team. It's under normal circumstances. Um, I think, you know, Dad, I think you could win this game if uh, well, Ben's going to have a big game and he's going to have a big game thrown at Chase Claypool. It wouldn't shock me if they come out pissed off because I think Ben, I don't know if you guys saw the interview immediately after the game that they did with, uh, was it uh, Michelle Tafoya talking with Ben? He still had his helmet on and yeah. he was pissed, like yeah. so mad at the, at the, and they just won the game. And he was saying, I didn't play well. We didn't play well as an offense. And I'm really disappointed just after beating your biggest rival. So I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out pissed off against Washington and, you know, is chunking the ball. And if the team is not like locked in and focused, because they, they really look like they just weren't focused uh, last night. Um, so Chase Claypool has another big game and we know he's capable. Ben is a big game and we know he's going to, because he's, I think he threw the ball 51 times yesterday or something stupid like that. And you know, he's going to throw the ball 40 times in the game. So he's going to get opportunities if well, Claypool has a big game, you got a chance here. I love Chase Edmonds too. I've got I got a bit of a man crush on that guy. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Oh yeah, I'm I'm taking me to win. So you should. Yeah, I'm going. I'm taking me to win. You I always should. do. Hell yeah, I always do. Here's what I predict: this game is going to be within like seven points. Like right now it says 28 and then dad wants you get a kicker to be close to 20 or so. But dad, you just like Jeff said, I, I totally agree. Ben's going to come out on fire. He could have a four or five touchdown game. Claypool could get two or three of those. You have Tyler Lockett who he had a bad week this past week, but he's also right. had really good weeks. Like I think he had a 40 right. point week this year. Nick Chubb is, he's, he's a great running back. He's, he's up there with any running back any week. You just yeah. got to hope it's it's one of those weeks. Uh, Edmonds, who knows? I, I mean, I know he's had good weeks too, but that whole offense, it's hard to tell with him. And then, yeah, you have Ellen Robinson. The quarterback situation sucks, but at least you have a decent flex option. And it's funny, your tight end, I think, is going to be better than Jared Cook. I, I don't know how to explain it, but that's just – that's just what it looks like. So I well, think it's going to be seven really. points, and it could go either way. I'd really like to start not Jared Cook because <clears throat> Taysom Hill doesn't throw the ball to anybody anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I, like, I don't like Jordan Reed, but he's the only tight end. Well, they got Disley or Dwelly or whatever the hell his name is, but I keep waiting for Jordan Reed to <clears throat> produce, you know, and I've had him before on the team. He's really done nothing for me. At least, on, you know, I'd put him on the bench and he'd score 30 points, right? I started me gets two, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm going with the upset. I, I, I actually think that you, you might pull this off and it might be within five points. And the only way you wouldn't is if maybe you pick the wrong kicker this week and it only gets you one or two points and Gumby makes a certain tweak and it, it 
it's enough right there. But I don't think anybody's just running away with this game. Probably the only tweak that might be made is tight end. Yeah. Sure I doubt I'm going to change any of the rest of that out. Yeah, I, you're right. Like, maybe – I guess maybe a running back change, right? Possibly. Maybe, or but you... Gurley, Gurley's kind of hurting. Hadn't been running well the last couple of weeks. Maybe it would be the flex. Instead of Sterling Shepard, you go with one of these running backs because who's their quarterback for the Giants now? That's going to be the determining right? factor there. If Colt McCoy starts, Shepard's coming out. Yeah, I, I mean, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes is out. So uh, They said he was questionable. Really? I, I could have sworn they were basically preparing for him. Yeah, click on, she- click on Shepard there. It, it talks about it in there. That's where I saw that. If Daniel Jones starts, okay. But if Colt McCoy gets the nod, Shepard falls to flex range, which that's flex for – well, that's probably for 12-team. That's pretty interesting. That's flex for lesser leagues. I guess he's had some good weeks, so that might still be tough. I, still, I can't believe I was able to pick him up. I got him in free agency. Everybody dropped him when he got hurt, and I was like, well, that's a that's a damn good receiver. Why is everybody <laughs> giving up I know up I, almost, I, traded, I almost traded with you with him. Yeah. yeah. I think I had him and dropped him too. I'd really picked him up for trade bait because I felt like I had better op- options at that position with like green or somebody, but I'm going to just try and go for an upset here and, and take a lead in the pickums by going with dead. So the New York post is saying Daniel Jones <laughs> is going to be likely without their quarterback in Seattle. Their giants will likely be without their quarterback in Seattle. Mm. So that's the, that's the post. Who knows? <clears throat> All right, so that's a split. Two for Beer Guzzlers, two for Ballzilla, and then the final playoff game. Wait, did you get me for did you get me for uh, Beer Guzzlers? You said Beer Guzzlers? Yeah. I I'm swear, at the beginning of this thing, you said I'm picking Ballzilla. Well, now I'm saying Beer Guzzlers. I'm playing both sides. <laughs> okay. That All way, right, I well, always come out on top. You're mm. on an island. Mm, your tears will be tasty. <laughs> Wow. This is okay. not a disrespectful thing. I leave that to Michael. <laughs> um, all right. Final game. Savages versus Hook'em. Um, wow. Savages still has a decent projection even after uh, I thought he was going to be in. Where's he getting all these points from? Well, Josh Allen's been good this year. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is not going to get 12 points in that game. There's no way. Gosh, that's, that's awful to have to say that. Yeah, but, I know. They're playing Baltimore. I don't. Baltimore's run defense yeah. is still good. Look at that. Yeah. 1.9 against Washington. That's terrible. And they were in that game all the way to the fourth quarter. How many carries is he going to get, Gumby? Really? Ten. That's it? I mean, I get it. Baltimore's run defense is good. Ten, because they're going to give the important ones to Pollard. consider this in that game against Washington they had two opportunities on fourth and less than one and on neither one of them did they hand the ball off to Zeke well maybe they realized that was a mistake and they're going to go back on one of them they threw the ball to into the dirt because Dalton sucks and on the other one they did uh, the most ridiculous end around play I've ever seen attempted by a football team was it was it in the in this league or the uh the USFS where David Stout was asking about What's going on with Zeke? It was USFS. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I think that COVID has hurt him badly because it, okay. it has an impact on your lung capacity. 
and it takes a long time to recover from. And he had it back in February, I think it was. And I don't think he's been the same. I would agree. He just doesn't look. He doesn't look like the same guy. It's like a totally different dude out there. Yeah, I mean, he used to strike fear. Like, yeah, you got to stop Zeke. I don't. He just is not. Man, he. There's nothing. But like when he's on the field, I don't know if people are afraid of him anymore. He's just not been good. No. All right. So back to this game. I, I mean, I just did a quick look. Savages, I think, can improve by putting in Thielen. And he puts Thielen in in place of like Damian Harris, or if Holiday comes out, that's fine. He improves it by two points, but it could be an extra five. Man, this this is a this is a coin flip. I I thought Hookham was a little safer than this, but apparently not. And I mean, the, the, what I was also looking at is Justin Herbert. I think he kind of had a back to reality game. Yeah, thirty five points. Still, 35 is nothing to say. That's 35 up in Buffalo where it's cold. But now he's going to New England? or where it's I guess also not cold. New England, but he's not going to New England. He's playing oh. New England. But still, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. How, how does Belichick's defenses do against rookie quarterbacks typically? I don't know. They mess well, them I mean, up. That's they, how they do. They dominate. Aren't yeah. they, they going to have to move that game out of California, too, because there was – what, or was it the city, the mayor of San Francisco, or was San Francisco. it San Francisco? It's just San Francisco. Okay, okay, never mind. That's the county in San Francisco. Okay, okay. Belichick's teams have rolled through rookies throughout his time in New England. Although that was a year ago, this is a much different team. I don't know. I mean, Ross had a good year. It would suck to lose this game, but I've been there. I've been in Ross's shoes where you win the one seed in your conference and so, you get upset. What's Ross's total score? Where did he end up on the on the points for list? He was fifth overall. One, two, three, four, five. 1637. Just below Savage, Texas Savages. Savages ended up ahead of him. By six That's points. <clears throat> Awful close. Mm -hmm. Did they have any head-to-heads? Yeah. They had one. Hook them one. 141.5 to 128.2. Hmm. That's an interesting game. That's probably going to be the closest game of the week. His two questionable players on Savages are both Detroit Lions. Like yeah. Swift and Galladay. Galladay really hasn't been playing, has he? Is Stafford going to play? He was banged that's up too. Question too. Yeah, that's I think a good he's going to play. I think Detroit though might be packing it in. They just fired their coach, right? Yep. So why is Adam Thielen on the bench? He, he probably just hasn't updated his lineup yet. Oh, okay. If well, he swaps out, if he swaps out Thielen for Galladay, that's that's probably a good move. Yeah, I would be I would be nervous about putting too many eggs in that Detroit basket this week. I I, I think that's probably a smart move. And he's got Damian Harris running back. I guess he's the main running back in New England now with injuries or whatever. But he's got Debo Samuel sitting out there. That's yeah. in Buffalo. But Has Samuel been able to have good games even without uh, Jimmy G? Well, I don't know. I mean, what's his point totals? I, I... What's his uh, game scores look like? Uh, Last good. week he had 24 points. That's pretty good. 11 receptions. Wow. Oh, Lord. The 13 targets. I mean, whoever the quarterback was, 
That was against the Rams, too. That's a defense I wouldn't expect that against. That's pretty impressive, honestly. That last week's game from him. So let's say he puts in Debo Samuel for Kenny Galladay. And I think the projection will show he goes down, but I don't think he necessarily does. He could put in he could put in both of those guys and take uh, Harris out and or move Harris up to uh, move Harris up to running back. I think he's got some some opportunities to get a lot of points. You know what? And y- y'all need to be careful if Savages makes it past this first round. Yep. Because if if Christian McCaffrey is coming back after the bye, yeah. I mean, it, take whatever his point projection is here. Add four or five for making just normal changes, and then add twenty to it. Yep. And that's what you're looking at. Yeah, that's he'll be up at 150 for the rest of the playoffs, which is going to compete with you, Gumby. It's going to yep. compete with Whip. Hopefully me, if I could pull off the victory against Shook, but who knows. I'm honestly hoping you guys beat him before we get to the Super Duper Bowl because I don't want to see him. This is well, he's got to get past this one. I, I, I think uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to take Savages. I'm going to take Savages to completely wreck the playoff picture. Yep. <laughs> That'll be funny. He he got in and now all bets are off and that five and seven sitting up there below his name doesn't mean a lick of difference now. You're absolutely yeah. right. He got yeah. in and his team's gonna get better, especially if he gets McCaffrey back. And he's got I mean, Thielen's on fire. Yeah. You know? He's got reinforcements coming. And his yeah. team is good. It, it's and his he's got depth. <laughs> I like his team. Look at that average. Thirty point one for McCaffrey when he plays. <laughs> Yeah. What 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 is this? I mean, he's probably going to be back, right? Yep. Next week, probably. Yeah. I'm I'm losing Mike Davis next week. I wasn't expecting him. If he if 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 he gets through this week with a win, he is definitely a favorite to win it all. That team is way better than that five and seven shows. It'll be up there with Whip, and then you could be in there too, just depending on how healthy you are and and the your team. So. That's a dang good team if he gets past this week. That's surprising because, let's see, how did he end up getting in? Because um, Monty tied him in the record, right? Yes. I, I believe what it was was points four. That's what the ultimate tiebreaker was. And Savages had 1643. M team was way down here at 1439. I mentioned this last week. M team would have had to score like 250 points more. What was Division record. What was the division record head to head and all that bullshit? So Savages was three and three. M team was three and three. So it went down to oh. points four. Yeah. It was a split one and one head to head. Division was the same. Yeah. They had the same kind of tiebreaker I had with Whip. Exactly. Also, Monty just missed out, huh? Yep. I know. Monty had a lot of momentum. He just got screwed by one or two games this year. But I guess so did Savages. First week of the season, he lost like 175 to 195. So. They set the record for highest points in a losing effort or something like that, didn't he? I think so. I think Savages wins this game this week. <laughs> I think so, too. And, you know, Ross put together a real good team. But uh, Savages, man, they look like – they look really strong right now. I'm going hook them. Uh, he has had so much success the last several years. Uh, I realize history doesn't really matter in fantasy football, but I actually think it does. I think that, uh, you know, there, there's a higher force out there at play sometimes 
when we play fantasy football and it it guides us it lifts us to certain wins or losses depending on You're if it's a me. curse or if it's a blessing and hookham has something to do with that with What's this team bench? in this league What's his bench look like for run, running back I don't know if Chris Carson's got a problem or not Well he had Gus Edwards but that is not going to play next week Right Well it could against Dallas Mostert's back, so Jarek McKinnon just dropped down quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you're. I don't think I heard anything bad about Carson for week 13. Um, what did he get last week? Oh, he's fine. Yeah. 14. Yeah. What's that they plan on him splitting carries with uh, with what's-his-nuts? Carlos Hyde. Uh, Carlos, uh, Carlos Hyde, yeah which I, I don't know how well Carlos Hyde is doing, but I'm, I imagine he's kind of at the end of his career anyhow. He definitely is. He had one decent game like two or three weeks ago, and that was it. Can't discount DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> absolutely blowing up, especially if we were talking about, you know, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray playing against the Rams. So um, Debo Samuel had a bunch of points against that defense last week. Yeah, We just true. talked about that. <laughs> And DeAndre yeah. Hopkins is considerably better than Debo Samuel. Hopkins had I mean, some I, weird I games, though, the last two weeks. I don't How did he only get 10 against Seattle? Seattle? I don't uh, know. Jamal Adams weird. came back. Maybe that made a difference. That's weird. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe structurally there's something the Rams just kind of – they got a crack <laughs> in the foundation. They patch it up this week, and they're back to what they've been doing the rest of the year. Possibly. I don't know. Or, or they got exposed. I don't know. Dad, who are you picking? <clears throat> this is a tough one to call. I think uh, Zeke is probably overrated. Um, Eckler's back. He had a good game, I think. He did have a good game. I assume Carson's going to be in. He'll be okay. 24 for uh, Eckler. Yeah. 23 at Buffalo. That's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is no problem. Cooper Hupp, he gets his receptions and, you know, yak and all that bullshit. The tight end, well, you know, he's got Weller. So, uh, C.D. Lamb against who? Baltimore. Right. Um, I don't like that. Actually, yeah. so the head, my brain is saying it's Savages. But. I don't like that Lamp matchup with Lamb against Baltimore at all. Yeah, I, I don't like and that. He dro and he dropped a, a touchdown last week that was in his mitts. For well, Somehow or another, the Red Rocket hit him right in the face with it. What's he, what? what's he done recently? Like, CeeDee Lamb was having a really good middle part of the year. Has he just tailed off or something? No, nah, he's been all right past three weeks. Uh, last week, he had an off game. His worst game, well, second worst game of the season. Um, 0 0.01 against Washington. Must have been injured. One, one carry. Well, he had five targets. I don't know who was who was quarterbacking that game. Oh my no god, talent. that was probably Danucci. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, the new that was the Danucci game. Did the Danucci have more than one start? Nope. Oh, Dalton was back after that because Dalton was out on concussion <laughs> protocol. That's right. He got on the concussion protocol, so he had five targets for basically for nothing. Against Washington, so that's a that's an aberration. You just throw yep. that out. I mean, yep. don't even consider that. Other than that, eh, you know, I don't know. 
CD Lamb's probably for a flex. It's not bad. I wouldn't want him to be starting at wide receiver, but that's not terrible. But who else does he have? Who does he have? Somebody else to put in for that? Not really. Not really. What's Rager been doing? Not, I'm sorry we're dissecting this, but it is a good game to. Well, yeah, to no, this is uh, gonna be interesting. CD Lamb's his best bet there. Yeah, I don't think it's terrible. He's he should uh, he should fire Fat down. Randy. Randy Bullock sucks. I'm kidding. He's actually been all right this year, but I don't know. I wouldn't trust him. You know him. what? I, uh, <clears throat> Matt Randy. I, I, hate to, I hate to look at it. You know, this is a team that's nine and three. He's been good all year. He's got a good team. But, and then you have the Savages who probably lost a few, maybe they shouldn't have. Um, he's got some question marks on there, but he can improve that team by getting rid of those question marks. Um, I think I'm going to take Savages too. Wow. I don't see a lot of room for improvement in Hook'em, but I do see a lot of room for improvement on what Savages has on there right now. <clears throat> Adam Thielen's not in the game, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and uh, Savages is only going to get better if they get past this week. They're well, really going to be. Gonna win. I, I think I'm going to take Savages. They're going to be a handful. I should throw a disclaimer out there. Obviously, it's Thursday. It's kind of late for doing this, but anything can happen between now and Saturday evening when COVID tests get yeah. revealed. So, like, right now, I think these picks, everyone has sound arguments. This could all change if another Denver Bronco quarterback situation happens, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, it's been that kind of year. I know. Um, yeah, so it looks like two uh, – Two games, you think a clean sweep, my game, uh, my team, and, and whip, and kind of some splits between Balzola and Beer Guzzlers and Savages and Hook'em. So. Who took Savages? I took Savages. I did, too. I'm so taking the guy who's been to the championship game the last two years, or three years, whatever it is. Yeah. Ross is good at fantasy football. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yep. I, I realize it doesn't really matter, but <clears> – <throat> might mean something so all right well um so yeah there you go and then if if you know the consensus picks like i win and whip wins looks like beer guzzlers is the consensus against you ballzilla so i would say whip would win that game <laughs> sorry dad <laughs> uh, well you know i'm gonna take me but i know i'll win you know and then i god i hope i don't have to play savages i would probably lose so it would probably be savages versus whip currently based on these picks and the majority picks well then they would, do, they would be new with they would both of those would be new champions right yes yep so whatever those odds are that we had last week or whatever i want my money oh yeah that's right we did <laughs> we did throw some stuff on that wow <laughs> yep all right uh you guys have anything else or uh uh, we got the. I, I sent back. I if I remember right. You guys want to play some music? Oh, hold a, on, hold I, on. I hold got on. bass guitars back here. <laughs> what were you saying, Jeff? I uh, I sent back the summary of of the proposals for the Kingmaker rule to you and Jess previously. Uh, right. I don't know if you guys had a chance to take a look at it. I updated it based upon what um, Jess had had, uh, had wanted to add in there. Um, I know that this is not a full 
you know, this isn't like a quorum for the league or anything like that, but at some point, you know, maybe after mm -hmm. the playoffs are over and we're talking off season, assuming we continue to do this, I don't know. I, I would love to, I think it's fun. Um, but if we, if, if we can and continue to do it, we ought to <clears> sit down <throat> and hash through those and kind of like just lay out the pros and cons and talk about what there could be um, in the future. Um, and then the draft board, since we now know who's got the picks and everything like that, um, do you have like a running list of all the trades that were made and, and all that? You have that all taken care of, Gus? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, you know what? Okay. Hold on. Uh, I, 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 I've reminded people in the past, some people here have already done it, but like, if you made a trade, please, please, please pay those half dues. Like I, I hate having to remind people. Um, I think there's only a couple people left, but Gumby, I think you did send it, right? Yep. I paid mine on PayPal. Good, good. So I think it's Shoal, who I, I don't know. You know I, I'll try and get a hold of him. And uh, Savages is one of the other ones, I think. So anyway. Another, another thing is, I, I don't want to, and I, this is a sucky thing to have to talk about, but if we do have owners that decide to leave after this season, and I hope we don't, but if we do. We um, do. We, we're going to have, we're going to have at least one I know of. Yeah. Can you share it or is it like private? Nope. That's, uh, that's up for that owner to talk about. Not me. Fair enough. All right, so we'll have one, you, and that means that hey, we have you, to. Is it, it ain't you, Gumby, is it? No, I already paid my dues for next year. <laughs> um, we've got, uh, so I would assume that Lisa would be the one who would take over that spot, but we also have other owners that have expressed interest before. And I'm not saying don't bring in Lisa, because I love Lisa. If she wants it, I'd say just give it to her, and I have no complaints. We've also had, like, Casey talking about rejoining. Um, and I don't know if there's other people out there besides hmm. them, but I also know like Pete Glessner from the USFS. He would, he'd love this. I mean, yeah. he, you know, he's hardcore fantasy football as well. He's another Steelers fan. So yeah. Let, let, let me <laughs> test the temperature of these people here. Do y'all like 16 team leagues or do you think it would be nice to do, go back to 14 if the opportunity's there? I, I would think I that it makes much difference really. I, I don't need, I don't think it really makes so much of a difference. I think if two people leave, we could go back and say, well, we're going to have a 14 team league instead, but I don't know what that does. Like, I think we've been changing the divisions and the conferences so much. I'd like to get a few years of this going and then, you know, if, and then address it in the future if we need to. So I like having the, uh, I like having the division rivals more than <clears throat> one or two seasons because it builds up some good, uh, competitive competitiveness having those division rivals yeah, Plus, true. it's really fun to watch my division rivals struggle struggle <laughs> this year that's been so yeah. so awesome seeing that the 16 team league <laughs> is definitely challenging right because the talent pool runs out quick and then when you're in the when you're in the waiver wire <clears throat> business there's nothing out there um i have i I'm, I'm, i've been wondering why and also, we, we, we've made some adjustments to the Constitution to prevent the king-making stuff, right? Well, we only have proposals right now that haven't even been introduced yet. But Right, right. But that needs to be put out there sometime, especially. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, um, but, but we have a <clears throat> our, – our rules say that the trade deadline is like, like five weeks into the se season six, something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah, something like that. I think it's week six, but yeah. <laughs> Is that, is that not kind of early? I mean, Dad, that... I, I, it can be changed if the league wants to, but my fear is you had a team like Mike this year, right? 
he he started making moves and then he realized these are working i want to make more moves and then it got to a point where he was getting ready to trade like his first seven rounds of picks he was going to trade with me for like kelsey and stuff like that you know, we have could, a team you, next year enter with the first pick in the eighth round. That would have been could crazy. Have, you could, in order to com- combat that king-making somewhat, you could have different trade lines, different trade deadlines for play, for trades that involve picks versus trades that only involve players. That's a good point. So yeah, you could say, you could say like you can only trade picks up, hmm. to, up to the third week, but you can trade players all the way as deep as you want. And Hey, that's that, something I've never heard, and I like that. Point. That's pretty cool, actually. And that would solve your king-making problem pretty significantly. And in a very simple way that still allows owners to be flexible with their trades. Well, as long as people aren't like that in. Yeah, I'll add that to the list. That's a really good idea. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. Because if you look at at how the teams were drafted this year, I I can make a pretty good argument that I had the best draft, right? Mm-hmm. And I made some trades, but the trades both sucked. I made some trades like, that were just terrible. If we were playing the teams as we drafted, I think I'm in a lot better position than most players right now. I would agree. Kittle would agree. did get hurt. <clears throat> yeah, Kittle got hurt, and the Jets just and Kittle got hurt, and the, the Chiefs decided to sign Bell. So I kind of got screwed on those trades. But you know, that's fantasy football. That stuff happens. But if if we were in a situation where we were only trading picks, you know, three or four weeks in. And then after that, it was players only. I probably wouldn't have even made those trades. I like that. Yeah, and I, and I, I think what I, you could I, do I, is yeah. set draft picks. You can only trade that up until, let's say, the end of week four or before the start of week four, something like that. Yeah. So you can have your first three games. If you go 0-3, you could make the decision right then and there. I have a, a big hill to climb. I, obviously, I can go 3-3 three and three in the division, but that's – Maybe something I don't want to try and do. So I'm going to go look for picks and I'll trade my best players. But that's the decision you make. And I doubt you would find a team like Mike who would accumulate so many good players and and, and jettison all their draft picks that early. Exactly. Yeah, Jeff. You're talking about Jeff. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Mike this year. Mike did it like pretty much. But you did Mike, it last year, Dad. <laughs> Mike played the game know, exactly as he should. Season. They wore later in the season. No, like, yeah, Mike. No, 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 Gummy. To your point, Mike, Mike, and you to a certain degree as well played. I mean, you did what you had to do to win under the framework of what we have in place right now in this league. And what, what we, and ultimately, what we would do is we ain't change that because that that's that's garbage. It makes the draft useless. So, right. um, so I, I I like that proposal. I added in here. I the side I described it. Trading of future draft picks may only be made during the first three weeks of the regular season. After week three, trades may only involve players and not future picks up until the trade deadline. Yep, exactly. You could probably change the trade deadline to like week eight or something. You could change the trade deadline whenever you want, right? Yeah. Because, you know, unless you're going to look at collusion, you know, as you get later in the league, the only time that the only thing you'd have have issues with that later in later in the season is if you have true collusion, which yeah, is pretty easy that to would spot. be a lot easier to find, I would think, at that point. Yeah, it would be. So the other the other. OK, so um, after th- week three, that's basically the first set of divisional games, too, which that's that's totally cool. Now, the only thing is that you still may have owners that go oh and three at the beginning of the year. And go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm trading it all off now. And now you have the same situation where you've got 
they're, they're still going to just dump all their good players. And then somebody else will see that. And then they'll try to get somebody else to dump their players. But if they have a lot of good players, they're not going to have, they're not going to go. Oh, and three, if they have good players. Right. Yeah. Um, Right here. Yeah. You didn't do that, Jeff. You waited till like week four or five. Yeah. Yeah. But I was owing three after the beginning of the season. If, and if I knew that, look, I got to make a decision now, do I think I can catch Mike? And maybe my, maybe I would have said, yeah, I think I can do it. I, I still think I can pull it off, but I would have at least had to think about it right then and there and make right. that decision. But if there's only a few teams that are doing that, right. There's only going to be a, a, maybe one or two teams each season that can, they're going to be thinking along those lines because you're not going to have a lot of O and three teams, right. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to, the, the king making is going to be reduced anyway because there's not going to be enough teams doing that to to get those picks. And and, and I'm not I'm just playing devil's advocate. I, I personally believe that that early in the season everybody still is a contender. Yeah, they, they really are. So dumping your team after you start one and two or zero oh and three it might be kind of foolish because you can still make a run at it. You just got to win three four games in a row and you're right back into it. And yes, if you have a good team and you're stocked with players you should be able to pull out of that slump and, 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 and get back into contention if you aren't right off the bat. So I like, I really do like the proposal. All I'm saying is that it still doesn't stop the possibility of that happening. Well, you, you can always, you know, happen. you can, if, if you see that still happening more than we'd like, like it to happen, you can always the next season, move that up to week two. Well, you know, you know the other thing that we, we you yeah. know, add into what we, we were already talking about to, uh, prevent this king building shit is that you can't trade away people you picked in the first round or the second round man i i I think this proposal is simple enough that everyone would be able to follow it and not try to remember like what is it again when you do the whole first round second round stuff you have to look back oh yeah was he drafted here i I can't remember you know i've got people that think they that Devonte adams is a keeper in other leagues i'm like dude you got him in the first round like that's just gonna happen yeah no, well, no, that, I, like I said, we can adjust. That's an easy rule to adjust, you know, and it may require to really prevent the key makings. You say, well, trades for trades for picks can only happen in the off season. Yeah. I actually think it's a perfect proposal but of the ones I've heard so far. This one, it, it, it's going to put the pressure on those teams that go. zero and three, whether or not they're ready to sell. But I, I, I just don't see how it's going to happen that fast. And one team takes advantage of like all the zero and three teams. All right, and how many 0-3 teams are going to have lots of good players? None. And that's the point, especially in a 16-team league. Because right. here, after, after next year, because next year we're, we're still going to have a couple of teams that have a lot of draft picks, and they have a lot of firepower going into the draft. But if this rule was in place, after next, year, after next year's draft, you're not going to have a situation where the following year somebody's going to have four or five picks. So it is going to normalize a little bit and become a little bit more stable as far as that goes. And to, to your point, next year, like, for example, my team might have a lot of really good players, but that'll be the last time that happens. You might have teams that have one or two really good guys, maybe a, a sleeper that they picked up or something, but you're not going to get a team that's stocked up and can, you know, distribute players to multiple teams and build them all up like we did this year. So I agree with you, Gumby. That's long-winded way of saying I agree 100%. I think it would fix the problem. Gus, I also think it's simple. Yeah. Um, it's easier to explain like than, than the one that I threw out there, which was equivalent value trades. Oh, yeah. like, that's I, know. Thing. <laughs> I think it's great, but that's complicated. And complicated. sorry, it's just, I thought that would work, but it, it is complicated. It would fix that problem as well and, and prevent king making. 
but it's too much. It's too much to try to manage that. Um, so I don't think that would work. I don't think that limiting the number of first round picks people can, can have does anything because all it does is it means that now you can make it even easier to king king make because you you can buy them for cheaper because you can't give anybody a first. So if I can't give you a first for Christian McCaffrey, well, I'll give you a second then. I'm still giving, I'm getting the better end of that deal, but at least you get something for him, you know? Yeah. I don't like that one too much. Um, and I also don't like, although I do kind of like the idea of, of just completely eliminating in-season trading of draft picks. I think there's something to that. But I still kind of think it's cool. I think that, that that's a that's a sweetener for a lot of deals. You it know, makes like this league our, our league isn't that unique, but it's what we've had for so long now that obviously when the draft board gets released closer to the draft day and you see all the different names all over the place. I mean, that's just what makes it cool to me. Is it, it feels I, like the yeah. NFL? I, I agree. I like it. I think that it's it's a flavor of our league that I think is if it's not unique, but. It's cool. I mean, it's very cool the way that that happens. It's better than most redraft that. leagues. That's all I'm saying. So. Hey guys, Absolutely. guys, yeah. my laptop is starting to run out of power. I got to plug it in pretty soon. But Jeff, when you get a chance, call me. Okay, I want to talk to you yeah. about that stuff we were talking about before. Yeah, I'll give you a shot here right after we're done with this. Okay. The uh, the other proposal, I don't know if you have it on the list, Jeff. That I think would be good is um... crap. I had I had my oh. Uh, can we? Do we have a proposal that we're going to be talking about to eliminate the player to be named later draft picks? Absolutely. The player I to mean, be named later pit. I'm fine with it, and I realize I did it this year, but yeah, I, I'm totally ready to get rid of that. Because player to be named later is is just ripe for abuse. Right. Just it's just too easy to well, abuse. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, I'll look for a hole. And, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to continue to look for those kinds of weird trades like that. I think that, again, those kind of make our league unique in that it adds a little bit of extra calculus you have to go through when you're figuring out what you're doing with a trade. So I'm still going to look for other trades that are unique and different. But um, that that one in particular is it does feel dirty. It feels kind of gross. Well, it's It's not always dirty, but it's real easy to make it dirty. It's it's just you know, yeah. it's it's too easy to to easily abuse, right? And even if it's not collusion, it sure looks like collusion sometimes. I I would say collusions collusions is a strong word to throw around because somebody is giving something up for the right to make that move. Like it's not like you guys made the swap and then you're coming back and then it's all square. Gus, you had to give up a pick to do it, so you paid a price. There's no like. It wasn't hey, but a it's, lot. It's it was like, it, it was very obvious what the, the what the future was going to hold for that, which is as long as Mahomes is healthy, has a great year, probably going back to Jess. So yeah, hey guys, it's kind of like player renting. Yes, it I'm is. Gonna, I'm going to sign up, but before I do, I want to say good luck to everybody here that's in the playoffs, and anybody that might be listening later. Good luck to y'all too in the uh, games coming up this week. So that's it. So all right. Thanks. Yeah. And actually, later, man, guys. I'm really sorry. Y'all. I got to go to a meeting. All right. All right. All right. Hey, it was good talking to y'all. Take care. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.